Welcome back, all you Turgle fans out there. We are back <laughs> to Wookiee Prisoner Time. Uh, great to be back with you today. Um, yeah, we got Tim, we got Harney, we got myself. Uh, it's going to be a great show today. We're talking Jedi Survivor. How are you guys doing? The long-awaited ep. I'm the ready three, if you will. to roll. Sorry, Murph. Big three, big three. Oh, I no. feel like Mur- Murph kind of had a little bit of a run there. Uh, he had a good, he had a good stretch. <laughs> it might have been cook- like one episode or two, but you know, the cooking fiasco. Everything went off the rails after that. Yeah, but, seriously. But yeah, we got our good. Uh, we got a good squad back today. A good squad of three. Always nice when we have more than one or two people on. <laughs> Anything's better than one, I think. <laughs> Another tattooing tidbits. tidbits. Oh God! I mean, before we get into it, I will say maybe we, I think Harney needs to have his premiere solo episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you haven't done one yet, right? We should get that in the works soon. I would crumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be okay. But anyway, let's get to it. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Jedi Survivor. Finally, the game has been out since like the beginning of May or late April. So it's been out a while uh, for the three of us to finish the game. It took a couple months, um, just some on and off gameplay here and there. Tim finished it. Speak for yourself. Pretty early. Yeah. So me and Harney <laughs> were kind of lagging behind, but that's nah, the, uh, the long awaited sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, which we all played and loved the first game um, came out and. You know, we all had a good time playing. I guess before we let Tim here drive the conversation, um, I guess just general thoughts, like how'd you guys like the game this go around? We pick up with Cal and crew five years after Fallen Order. So what were just some general overall impressions from from playing the game for you guys? Mr. Harney, anything? Um, I mean, I like that it's just like, they took everything that was good about the first game and just enhanced it. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it's not a flawless game, but it was damn close, and it was way better than Hogwarts. That's my <laughs> first comment. <laughs> yeah. I hate that game. Hogwarts. <laughs> you heard uh, it first. Go ahead. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was really looking forward to this game coming out. We'll, we'll kind of walk through like what it is maybe for the casual fan, but uh, <laughs> I think this was one of the best Star Wars games of all time, other than the original and other than the original Lego Star Wars. I think it was just like top top tier, uh, and just video games. Fun, and I know myself and Mr. Hardy played on the hardest difficulty, so it was like a, a it was definitely a challenge, but it felt like well earned when we finally beat it and yeah, just some great storytelling. So I'm excited to jump into specifics here, but uh, really hard and uh, worth the wait. I feel like it was a lot harder than the first one. Yeah. They kind of, some of the exploits from the first one, they kind of honed in on and didn't let you do it as much. Yeah. Like the rolling. Right. You couldn't roll over the place. (laughs) the force uh they like they had a lot of new force abilities but and and, like the jedi um, or jedi like the lightsaber stances but they also kind of 
took away like the force like slowing and stuff like that was mm-hmm. kind of tampered back a little bit um, yeah but yeah they found a lot of new ways to enhance enhance the gameplay uh, and yeah just a lot to talk about cool uh to slightly play the other side of the coin here um I'm definitely in the, I'm firmly in the, I like this game camp. I'm not like, you know, gushing over it. I don't love just, I guess, the general gameplay of it. It's not really my type of game, but I do like the story. So that's kind of what my main driver of of playing the game is, you know, getting the story out of it. The the (coughs) controls and all the different moves, I'm not as into learning everything. Uh, Unlike you guys, I definitely played on the... (laughs) lower difficulty kind of just to get through the story but overall still a good experience i was looking forward to it uh i did like the first game as well but did you yeah. did you like like the story i know you said like maybe the, just this genre of games isn't like your cup of tea but did you did you like you know the the different like, characters and stories and storylines developing and all that or uh yeah i think like we'll get into it as we go along kind of just talking about it i definitely have some Maybe not gripes, but I don't know. I, I have some, not issues with it, but I have some uh, stuff to talk about, I'd say. Um, yeah, overall, yeah. like I, I do like the characters. Like I like Cal. I love Marin, uh, Grease, Sierra, the whole lot of them, right? I love, I love getting to know these characters a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I think it's worth saying that uh, first time around in Fallen Order, it took us probably like a couple months to get Bujo to play. You yeah, know? that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I, did, I played it. Dude, it honestly might have been like a year after the game came out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a year. Um, you, were, you were too busy on the Rocket League with Jake and Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just not not as much, much my style of game, but you know, mm-hmm. that's okay. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, so with that little sweet intro out of the way, Tim, why don't you uh, take us on this conversational journey? Yeah, sure. I have, I have so many opinions, but I don't know when to say them. <laughs> yeah. So guide me through. There's a lot to talk about. So I think, uh, unlike when we did the um, fan episode, fan mail episode, shout out that up, uh, where we kind of just did piece by piece. I just want to hit on like maybe like six big points. I think big big story points and themes from the game. Um, so I'll just run through those, and maybe we can just jump in wherever you want to hit on. Um, but before that, maybe we just start with what, what is this? Like, what are we talking about? So I think, you know, for the casual fan, you know, maybe who just watches the movies and a couple of the shows, you know, like what, what is this? Um, Mm -hmm. if you guys have like any takes on it, but I guess to sum it up, you know, it's a story about a Jedi by the name of Cal Kestis and he survived order 66 and now he's been on the run for, for a few years now. I think the, the first one, Fallen Order, that's the first game that came out in 2019, was only a few years after, you know, Order 66. But now I think it was set five years later. So almost pretty close to like five years in real time. You know, now he's a little bit more established. Um, along the way, he meets a lot of characters. Uh, he connects with another Jedi named Seer, who was a former Jedi and kind of cut herself off from the force, but he deals with a lot of fighting off inquisitors, you know, the reign of the empire now, uh, and just figuring out his place in the galaxy. Any, any notes I missed on there guys, or maybe any other things to sum it up. 
No, I like it. Uh... No, just height of the empire, yep. time frame. That's, you know, it's a good yep. starting point. Yeah, definitely. And um, like you said, I like how this one did kind of take like a little bit of a time jump. So Cal's definitely like older and we got to see where he is at this point in his journey. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, without further ado, so there's like, <clears throat> excuse me, like I said, maybe six points that might be good to, to hit on. So I'm just going to run through them wherever you guys want to jump in. We'll throw the dart and see where it lands. But uh, starting off, we have like first takes. So maybe, you know, with this game, what you picked up on immediately, uh, the new characters, the new crew, the new location, which started off on Coruscant. The second point, Tantalor and the High Republic. So obviously a huge thematic point of this storytelling revolves around a almost dark Jedi by the name of Dagon Gera. So some, you know, gray stuff about his morale there. Um, the the Kobo Abyss, which is kind of another part of the uh, the storytelling here. Uh, another point, Marin and Cal. So that mm-hmm. was kind of a long-awaited romance brewing a little bit. In the first game, they didn't really give a clear answer. Uh, if you read the book, they kind of hinted at it a little there. But we see the realization <laughs> of their of their <laughs> relationship. <Yes. laughs> um, so something to talk about there. Then we have uh, Cal and the dark side. So this is a really Ooh. big, sinister piece of Cal's journey. Uh, he fights this, this I, I don't know if he's a Sith, but kind of a dark Jedi by the name of Bode. We definitely want to talk about Bode. He's a new character, and he's kind of got a, a complicated past. Uh, this is something to think about there. Then we have the Seer Invader rematch. So spoilers, you know, in the first game, uh, the climax ends with Vader uh, kind of just showing up and destroying everything, and you don't even get a chance to fight him. You just have to run. Like, that's the objective. So in this game, Seer, Cal's old ma- Cal- Cal's new master, uh, they have a rematch. And she gets a little closer to, to winning that fight. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely an interesting way it unfolds. And then, yeah, maybe just some Easter eggs, like fun stuff. Boba Fett's in this game, which is really cool. Uh, and a boss from the uh, previous game. Some fun stuff there. And then lastly, you know, what's what's next for this character? I think we can kind of agree that it might set up a third story, uh, you know, a second mm-hmm. sequel here in a trilogy. So it begs the question, you know, could this character show up in live action? Could he meet familiar names like Luke? Uh, and yeah, maybe what, what is next there? So yeah, I've been chatting a lot. Where do you guys want to start? So let's start with Coruscant and how it looks. And I kind of have an opinion that relates to the entire game as a whole. Okay. Oh yeah. What, so, what do you got for us? <laughs> the the opening cinematic was unbelievable going into Coruscant, mm-hmm. but I think I don't want to start with a with a negative here, but I think one of the biggest issues, not really the level design, but just like kind of the look of things, like the graphics are great. And when mm-hmm. you get like those big vistas, like when you first get to um, Kobo, when you get past the, um, whatever you want to call it, the, the, the like starting point of Kobo. Right, like the central town. Like, yeah, once like you over, get there. Over the like, valley or whatever, right? The reach. Exactly. Yeah, that's like gorgeous, but I feel like the the level like 
looks kind of got a little bit boring as opposed to in Fallen Order. Like, you go to Dathomir, which is its unique thing. You go to Kashyyyk, mm-hmm. which is very unique. And you actually feel like like they put little things in there that really make you feel like you're on that planet, like that you've seen in uh, Revenge of the Sith. And then, like, Ilum, you mm-hmm. get the ice feel. You kind of get a lot of desert and, like, not as much of that feel to it here. Like, yep. we were on Coruscant, but it didn't really feel like it. I know it mm-hmm. was, like, the underworld or whatever of Coruscant, but it was, it was just a weird feeling to me because, yeah. like, that, that high of being on Coruscant and then, like, you get halfway through the level and you kind of have to remind yourself that's where you are. Mm. Right, right. That yeah. Makes sense. I guess they took some risks with the, like, they, you know, gave us some new planets. I guess the only familiar one was Jetta. That's the one in Rogue One, right? But other right. than that, and was that in um, one of the sequels? No. 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 But I guess, yeah, that was the only, like, familiar location. So I, I guess it felt like kind of, kind of, you were, like, out on your own when you were exploring the new worlds. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked some of the, like, the, the moon planet, or I guess the moon, and, uh, like, the, the like, ship-looking ones were really good, which it always is in these games, but, mm-hmm. I don't know, something about, I gotta, I still gotta get around Kobo a little more, and then maybe yeah. I'll change my mind a little bit on this. I yeah. definitely agree with you, Horny. Um, I, I feel like, like you said, it's not like that you don't like, I guess, Kobo and the other places that we go here, but you do kind of, I don't want to say it felt limited that what we got here because we probably got really? more, if not the same amount of different locations than the first game, right? But like you said, that the, the locations in the first game were very distinct and different. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, Kobo, like, I I didn't, like, really feel like exploring that much, even though, like, within Kobo, you do get a lot of different places, right? I thought yeah. one of the cooler things was going into the big, like, Separatist trade ship. Um, mm-hmm. That was definitely a highlight for me on Kobo. That was okay. on Kobo, right? Somewhere yeah. Like deep, deep in the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear, you could go, like, so deep into the Kobo planet. <laughs> like, you kind yeah, of forget yeah. that you're even on it at some point. Right. I mean, that's the only... Thing I guess just like the other side of it, I I liked. I thought it was a little less linear. Like I kind of remember mm-hmm. going to like Dathomir, and like there's only like one path to kind of take, right? But maybe maybe just just with Kobo and not the others. There there is a lot to explore. So if you guys do like play again on like a maybe a lower difficulty, um, there there were a lot of secrets, and I I appreciated that. Maybe not the other planets so much, but Kobo definitely. I like the open world feel to it. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think like, if I'm like more interested in a game like this, I totally get what you're saying. In the first game, it was like, all right, you're on the world. You go, you follow this one path along to the end, and then you have to go back that same exact way, right? In this, in this new Kobo world and the game in general, like, it was definitely more free flowing on on where you could go. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I almost feel like pressure in these games that like the story is going to like pass me by if I don't keep going mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I guess I'll that. start exploring. I totally 
and then I'll just like gravitate like okay I shouldn't be doing this I should be <laughs> I should be saving the world right now what am I doing <laughs> hero harney that's that's just like a weird thing for me with video no I, I I agree with that I I feel the same it's a, there's like a pressure to to beat it but it, it, it's made for you to to soak it all in right Tim did you go off on like a lot of side quests uh yeah I did I think, while, like while going through the first time no the story? no I beat the story and then I went back and then there were all like the force tears that you could do there was those and like those the legend and like the legendary beasts and I made it my mission maybe just being on the high difficulty I was like I have to beat these so mm-hmm. after I beat the game I went back and I did all those like they're basically just like mini mini boss fights and then you know there's like the rancor fight there's the agdo bagdo fight and like I knew those were hard, but I just made it my mission to beat those even after I beat the story. So that's right. that's what I enjoyed. But no, like I didn't go back and I'm like, all right, I gotta find all like the shards. Like I didn't really care for that that much. Yeah, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, and they didn't really get you that much either. No, you got like I... a new haircut or something. Yeah. <laughs> which was cool. I mean, that that was one of my questions, like maybe what look you guys rock the most. But I guess other than that, not a not a whole other um, not a whole lot of customization. Yeah. Also, yeah. one of my one of my problems with like going through the story too quickly is I only ended up with like the original Jaro Tapal patience and I think diligence, like oh, the, the, of the lightsaber lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. I feel like I had like six or seven of them in mm-hmm. fallen order, and I yeah. looked it up, and there's tons more, but I just haven't found them. Yeah. Those guys, them, they must all be on Kobo. But you can, like, yeah, like you said, we could trade in the currency yeah. or whatever, right? Four different parts. That was also a thing. For lightsaber right. stuff, too? Yeah, you could get oh, little yeah. things. I have like all I... the paints. I have tons of that, but okay, not the actual sure. parts. Yeah. I I forced myself to change maybe, like, my lightsaber, like, hilt and, like, the blade color every now and then just to, like, keep it fresh, but you don't really notice the small changes. Like if you change the emitter it's, or like the, the switch, right? Like you can barely see that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do like the amount of colors that they had in, in this game is, was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was always a fully polished guy. <laughs> I, I couldn't gotta stop go... myself from having the shiniest lightsaber. <laughs> possible. You got to go rustic and aged weapon. Ugh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Boring. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Let's let's keep mov- moving here. Um, yeah, Bujo, did you have any thoughts on like Bode or Dark Side stuff? I feel like we were we were texting about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't know if the let's get into maybe Bode and I guess maybe Dagangara as yeah, okay. antagonists in this game. Um, yeah, I. This is where the problem lies, huh, Bujo? part of it but also part yeah part of it's like the force or the dark side stuff i like didn't so i love the high republic like i'm getting back into reading one of the books right now um and i've loved reading all those books i like didn't care too much for the dagangara storyline mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know okay. about you guys like what do you guys think about him absolutely same so like it, it just like i don't know it felt weird to me a little bit like it didn't really fit in like too much i was trying to like figure out how that tied to like cal's story 
but a bode bode storyline did a better job of that of making me think about cal's character development mm-hmm. but yeah i kind of agree like the dag and stuff it was cool like to see that kind of stuff in this game but i was trying i kind of agree i was trying to figure out how that would fit in like well he Dagon and Bode are definitely very similar in terms of, you know, what their goals, not maybe what their goals are, but what they're doing to achieve those goals. Like they both become so obsessed um, with that. Like consumed. Final, yeah, they, yeah. They both, they both become consumed. And that's one of the main things for Cal, like in this game, right? Like you have Marin yeah. saying to him in that first campfire scene, like you can't get consumed by the fire or else you know, you'll yeah. be destroyed, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think Bode's kind of just, like, hit a little bit better. Um, maybe it was because it's toward the end and it was mm-hmm. a, like a, the a surprise, right? Like, but, you know, Dagon, he was still obsessed with, like, finding or, like, settling on Tantalor and, like, mm-hmm. he still did go to extremes to try and do that. But I guess I just didn't, like, buy as much that you know, he just, what, he just wanted to, like, have the Jedi be on Tantalor, like, that was it. Um, and then he was upset know. they betrayed him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Him him I, bleeding the crystal w- was awesome. I will say that. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. Good. That was <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, he, like, ignites it, and it's, what, yellow, and then... And then it starts going orange, and yeah, then Cal's like, like, ah, uh, <laughs> But that was so early. Like, I feel like they kind of blew their load a little early there with that. <laughs> Like that would that would have been such like a powerful thing if it was like in his final battle or whatever, and we had a little more development on him. Like maybe he goes on a mission with Cal first, or maybe something, right? Like a level, and then, then he really would be like Bode. Yeah, I guess true. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I I point. hate to keep like comparing it to the first game, but no, when okay. you think about the first game, and uh, this is bad of me that I'm forgetting her name, Trilla, Trilla, Trilla. Trilla was like one of the best antagonists I thought in any story in all of Star Wars. Star Wars. I think that the way that they like developed um, Inquisitors in general in that mm-hmm. game was really cool. Mm-hmm. And when you when it comes to Dag and Gara, it's just kind of like, okay, they put forth what he was in the beginning, and then he really never like changed. It was always just. Yeah, he's trying to get to this planet, and he's old. Like there wasn't too many dimensions to him other than that. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I, I a little one dimensional there. Um, I just like I I think Bode's character did a good job with it. Like I kept like asking myself like how is he the bad guy? Like I think a lot of the times like the best villains right are the ones that like you kind of understand. Maybe like a like a or they think they're like righteous in what in the what they're doing like a Thanos right like yeah he really he really thinks what he's doing is the right thing and that's what makes him a good villain but like with Bode yeah I I mean I wrote it down here but like the one line when he's just like Cal like you're fighting for this place to save for the future Jedi and you like you don't even know them like that's not your family you know. Sure, he did some questionable stuff, but he's, like, trying to protect his daughter. So, I don't know. In my mind, I was like, he, he's kind of got a point. Yeah. I mean, he, he like, there was definitely some, like, distrust of, like, bringing the Jedi back and that it would kind of, like, 
lead to another like history repeating itself. And he was like, let's a, a classic Kylo Ren, let the past die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just do what you know and be with the people that you know and be happy basically. Yeah. And he's, he's not proud of it either. Like he knows he's like, yeah, like I'm this one like secret Imperial officers, like little minion. And he's like, I know what I'm doing is bad to hunt down yeah. the rest of the Jedi but I have to do this if I'm going to care and save the people I love. So yeah. that's what I was like, I kind of, he's kind of got a point and he's using the dark side to, to, you know, to use, to protect him, his daughter. But I don't know. I was like, damn, he's, he's some truth to that. I do like that. Um, that wrinkle in it that you just mentioned that he does know what he's doing is like terrible. <laughs> like yeah. we don't, we don't always get that. Like, um, it is classic Star Wars to you know like um, to go to extremes to try and go to extremes to try and save someone you love, but then like you're so consumed by it that you don't even think it's wrong, mm-hmm. um, which is you know classic Anakin. Yep. Uh, but Bode really does know is like he knows how bad the Empire is, and he's it really is just a means to an end for him, and all all at the cost of trying to keep his daughter safe. Yeah. Um, well, to get off the negative, I guess we've, yeah, <laughs> we're kind of too straight. Oh my God, they hated so. this game. <laughs> what do we like? <laughs> Everything with Marin and Cal was top notch. If you want to talk about storytelling and plus that level was unbelievable when you get the, uh, smoochy, smoochy, all that, <laughs> um, but when they it, like but, get, when Cal gets her power or whatever, yeah, and you run through the drill or something I know. but but just yeah the cutscenes on that that could have been like you could just take the exact like stop motion or whatever whatever not stop motion but i forget what the thing's called when they put the the plugs on you and stuff um oh i know what you mean the actual characters you could like make that into an animated like really good like cgi'd something or something and it would like stand up Mm-hmm. Like those scenes were like really powerful and they kind of came out of nowhere and they were still that powerful, which really says something I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you want to say anything, Bujo? Oh, uh, I mean, I'll just echo the whole Cal and Marin thing. Um, even so big, big thing for me was, you know, Tim, you read it as well, but the book, kind of really dives into Marin's point of view and her perspective. Like she's essentially the main character of the book. Um, and we got a lot yeah. of time with her. Harney, definitely read it. If you, ha- uh, yeah. if you have time, I definitely, we have, <laughs> I have Tim's copy here, so I'll give it to you. <laughs> that and the soap. Yeah. I'm almost done with um, that too. So, but yeah. So when she first shows back up in the game, cause you know, Cal's on his own at the start of the game. Uh, you know, like I totally got chills with her coming back. Um, and then I guess overall, right, we kind of have Marin as this like foundation and like rock for Cal because he does dance a little bit towards the dark side and is um embrace the darkness or whatever that thing was, right? But she's there kind of like tether him down, talk him off the ledge, yeah. and bring him back. Yep, so. yep, I and they both. Good. I don't know if if they 
just didn't do the best job of it, in my opinion. But I feel like he was kind of going from, like, tempted to fully there back to tempted. Like, he he's not – He's not all the way in the light, if you ask me, at any point in this game. I can see that. I think they and I think they show that in some of his decisions. Like even from the start. I just restarted, so I it, this comes to mind first, but the uh is it the tenth sister? Yeah. The, he kind of just like it, kills her. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put you out of your misery. Like that's not <laughs> yep. really That's pretty know. brutal. Yeah. And then I think he like does the same with Ravis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think there's something there. Yeah. Isn't that like I... how it ends? Doesn't he like show a little darkness at the end? I mean, you can ominous. basically the ending is ominous for sure. It's definitely ominous. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into the ending. Um, but I I would be upset if they pitted if they pit. Marin and Cal against each other in the next game because of Cal like turning to the dark side. I think oh, just the, like <laughs> you know she's the one like kind of bringing him back to the light a little bit now, so that would be upsetting. I think they might but, hit everyone against Cal in the next game. Oh god, <laughs> that would be nuts. But yeah. um, yeah, I just like how they like kind of like kindred spirits, right? Like they're both from these different like orders and. Marin's like clan where they're kind of like the only ones left and they don't know who to turn to. So they kind of like mm-hmm. gravitate towards each other. So I like, I like that piece. And then, I mean, I'm, I've been saying this a little bit, but I just feel like the Lucas films is just hinting at like these new Jedi that are okay with being in love with people. I don't know. I just feel like we've seen so much of it lately. Whereas, you know, the Jedi council like frowned upon that. And made you do it in secrecy, but it's kind of cool seeing that side of it now. Like these Jedi yeah. that have like a wife or a girlfriend or whatever, and they can almost get to their fullest power because they embrace it. You They're know actually I mean? encouraged to love. Oh. <laughs> yes, what I was, what I would define as unconditional love. Oh there my god. god, these kids uh, have seen the movies. <laughs> I have. We've watched Attack of the Clones many times. <laughs> I agree. Actually, Oh yeah, I love that movie. I'm due. I'm due for a rewatch. <laughs> it's only been three days. <laughs> uh, I agree, though, Tim. Like, I like how Cal kind of recognized. I'm pretty sure he says it in the game. Like, you know, he's straight order, up just like the order's know- gone. Like, and I know what I want. He's like, I know what I want now. Just pulls her in. <laughs> but yeah, no, it. it I like how that's a new question in this in this new era of storytelling. Like, who knows what maybe some of the rules, quote unquote, will be with the new Jedi Order movie whenever that comes out. You know, like what their take on that is. Or, mm-hmm. but I like I like how we kind of see what do these yeah, they, Jedi do when they're not in this huge organization? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been good for each other, definitely. But yeah, I. I always, in my own head canon, I kind of <laughs> relate like the Jedi Order or like the old Jedi or- Order to like religion, specifically mm-hmm. like Christianity, the Church. Yeah, so uh, I I think that George did that on purpose. I don't know if there's anything concrete that he actually said that, but 
but like something like this is just kind of like a relation to like celibacy and stuff like that sure like for people that are in this order aka like a pastor or a priest or something Mm -hmm. so i think that beyond that it's like meant to be a little bit like progressive in the star wars world if that makes sense that yeah that makes sense I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. But nice. I mean, yeah, excited to see where that goes in the next one. And I hope they don't kill each other. Let's but <laughs> other than that, okay, yeah. I mean, we talked about like Tandalor Dagon a little bit, Bode. Did you guys have any thoughts on the Seer Invader stuff? Well, that was – I will say that this has nothing to do with the story, but – Playing as Seer yes. was, I don't know if it was just because it was that easy and there was just so many like easy enemies and everything. Yeah, it was a nice like, break from the chaos. Yeah, that was like the smoothest feeling like gameplay, I feel like, in the entire <laughs> game. She was just gliding around the place, just cutting everyone up. It was Which so I, enjoyable. I kind of like to think that's, you know, part of it, right? She's kind of just oh, yeah. at this new height. Um new height of her power where she says to Vader like she's just let go of her fear and like she's enlightened. <laughs> she can so just it, like, was, it was that easy. It was supposed to be that easy. Just a nice break from dying every five seconds from <laughs> a stormtrooper. Yeah. Oh and she God. could he- she could heal herself. She uh she didn't even need the stints. She would just be like whoop <laughs> BD oh, yeah. He just like magically did it. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I like her that. Definitely loved playing as Seer. Um, what did you think, Tim? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, again, a nice break from the chaos. But um, not not to keep going negative here, because we really did like this game, I swear. But I feel like <laughs> a lot of people took issue with, like, the power level, maybe, mm. like when she's fighting, fighting Vader. Really? I think, yeah, oh, like definitely. I saw some stuff on, like, Twitter and stuff. And, you know, oh, 20, 21st century Vader is just supposed to be so – OP, right? But people didn't like that she kind of kicked his butt a little bit. Vader won, of course, but it was it was uh, no easy task for her, for him. I mean, yeah, um, I I feel like you may have mentioned this when I was playing through it, like that that was a thing, and I that didn't even like cross my mind <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, you know, well, Vader ultimately gets the best of her and kills her. And, you know, he's 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 hurting a little bit, but he, he makes it out. He's fine. Yeah. 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 I was. Yeah. Awesome. I wasn't I wasn't like expecting to hold on for that long. Basically, was what I was thinking. No, no, no. Gotcha. Um, the battlefield, though, was was really well done. Just like the burning archives. Yeah. You have that, the mention of uh, like the hidden path and everything. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, OK, we're going to get into this. And then Vader just destroys it all. And it was well, heartbreaking, but cool. What do you think that uh, Tanor means for the Hidden Path? Because it's not dead, you know? Mm-hmm. That was, I will say, regardless of like the Dagengara stuff aside and, and that, right? I do, I am very intrigued by the idea of Tanor and how it may fit in with mm-hmm. the path and like, you know, what. I don't think it's a coincidence that the path was in the Kenobi show. Um, oh, yeah. And we mentioned it there, right? And then we get it in this, and they're both set. 
around the same, mm-hmm. right around same, the same time. So. The same exact time, apparently. So will we get, you know, maybe Cal and Quinlan Voss in the next one, right, or something? Yeah. And it's about bringing Jedi to the path. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. All right, time to talk about the ending. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever you think. Can you give me a little refresher? <laughs> yeah. So, basically, after the fight with, with Bode, Cal Cal beats him, and then he uh, he doesn't spare his life. He he ends him right. Right. So then, him and um, Cordova and Seer they put on like the pyre, and they they burn they burn them, and then of course they take the the daughter Kata like under their wing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I remember that. That was that too. Also, she like she seemed like a little too receptive to like going with these people that she never met. But that was the only thing I was like, wait, this seems like too easy. <laughs> um, but maybe they were hinting at her being like, <laughs> like force sensitive and like a little bit like oh, more attuned. I, I feel like that's what they're setting her up for. Right. So then Cal's there like with the Pyres, with Bode, Cordova and Seer. And then he's, he like kind of just like waits out the night. And then he hears like Seer's voice, like a vision saying like, you have to train her. Like you have to watch over her. So, mm-hmm. I think that's what they're setting setting her up for to be like his apprentice. Yeah. I uh, yeah. So I I sent you guys that like YouTube video of uh, cutscenes or whatever. So I actually just watched that ending as well. Um, it is so great because when they burn. Um, when they burn the bodies, like there's kind of that like time lapse shot where it's Cal just standing there, mm-hmm. and they said they show other right, everyone, like, that's kind of, like what, walking around, okay. and the light, the day changing, right? So he was just standing there for hours on hours, mm-hmm. kind of just like probably numb to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep, that was definitely that watched was out great. that like that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. But uh, yeah, so Seer says guide her through the darkness. Oof. Something that Cal definitely has experience in at this point. Mm-hmm. Or take her into the darkness. No. Oh my <laughs> They're evil. I hate that uh-huh. it kind of reminded me of uh, Love and Thunder. <laughs> you can think of that. It's like Love literally the same thunder. thing. <laughs> New Daddy Cal. Yeah. Daddy Thor. Too dark. Too dark. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they make him to be the villain. I think maybe they'll start out this one with him being a little bit more into the dark side, but that would be so sad if they just ended this trilogy with him turning evil and then everyone taking him down. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like Tanalor Tanalor's got to be the uh, the end destination, and maybe they kind of like seal him away or something, kind of like a yeah Ezra kind of thing where they just can write them out like they seal the abyss or something. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the tough part about all these stories. It's cause like in the first game you get to the end and then I know that it's part of it that he like destroys the uh, holocron and like, that's the right decision and everything. Yeah. But like, is it, mm-hmm. is it really like, or did we really just have to, like not have that happen because it would have been too much for uh, what happens next, you know. Maybe. Same thing with this. Like, Go ahead. like, Tanalor obviously has like 
a ton of power or like a ton of like potential, but there's no Tantalor in anything we see after this. So there has to be some type of way that they write it out. Yeah, but they've done that in the past, right? Like with like prequel stuff. I know, but it just it just makes like the anticipation for it like that much less. Yeah, because you're kind of like, all right, yeah. So it's like, yeah, what are they gonna do with it, right? Like, how is it not gonna be involved? (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I hear that, but I guess like, why did we get pumped to see Revenge of the Sith? You know, like we knew we knew who Darth Vader was, we knew where he came from, but just like the build, the build up, and like how they get to that point, kind of adds to the the climax. Yeah, it's a good question. So not the journey. They gotta find I mean, some way to write them out. All that said, I mean, I'm still like super curious how it <laughs> how it'll tie in. So oh yeah, I'm excited to try and to. Figure that out and see where that goes. Um, yeah, like I was saying, I think it could definitely be like an actual hidden path. Like maybe yeah. they're there for until maybe that's where everyone is when uh, they're talking to Ray. Yeah, maybe they're <laughs> actually not there. dead; they're just there. True. Yeah. I also just uh, feel like uh, what's his name, Ca- Cameron Monahan? Is that his? Yeah, yeah. that's his name, mm-hmm. right? I feel like he would jump at the opportunity to be in a live action show too, or movie, even just like a he's, cameo. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And he did. What, oh, it was all that like behind the scenes stuff with him and Mark Hamill, was, like <laughs> yeah. training him oh, for awesome. for like really the funny. VR stuff. So I feel like just throw him a bone and he'll hop in if if it makes sense for the story, right? Yeah, yeah. They they made a commercial out of that, right? That was like on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. I, I remember watching that with my girlfriend, and at the time I was very excited for for the game, and I was like, "Oh, you know, you know who that is?" She's like, "No." I'm like, "That's that's Luke Skywalker, and he's training the guy in the game that I'm getting that I was telling you about." She's like, "Oh my god!" Like, and I'm like, yeah. "They're making the game right now. You see how he has those things on his face." <laughs> It's That's like the guy. Weird. It's the guy at the baseball me baseball game <laughs> meme. He's talking to the girl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Explaining the entire too. survivor lore. <laughs> um, one thing I did notice though in that little YouTube video, Cal like drops his lightsaber and kind of walks away from it. I don't know if you guys uh, remember that. Seer esque. Um, Unless that wasn't his lightsaber, but I think it was. <laughs> Tough to tell because, like, with the customizations. Well, what's yeah. what's the quote, Tim? Which one? The one from the first game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he's like talking to Marin, and he's trying to explain that because Grievous killed the Night Sisters, and he's trying to explain that like Grievous wasn't a wasn't a Jedi, and he's like, all I know is having a lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi. And then yeah. she's like, well, "Well, what does?" And then he talks about, you know, whatever. But oh, nice. I, I, I like that line. I think it's, yeah. I don't know why one. I keep going back to Thor, but it reminds <laughs> me of, uh, you know, the God of Hammers. It applies. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Is that does that make Grease a uh, Korg, whatever his name is? <laughs> <laughs> also, no. shout out, shout out Grease. Grease is great. Hell yeah. 
He's like we just like chilling. Moment. He's chilling in the the chair the whole game. Oh, also positive. Did you guys play? Uh, what's like the the like the like strategy game up on the top floor of of? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did a few of those. Dude, I was, I sat there for like an hour playing that. <laughs> that was really fun. That was fun. That was a good break from uh, dying every five seconds on yeah. Kobo. Do you know what he's talking about, Bujo? It's like that. No, I it, can't it's really. like uh, it's like they have in um, all the ships, like the chess game or whatever. Dude, I did like zero exploring behind the main. No, no, story. no, but like in in like Rebels and A New Hope, they're like oh, playing like, like the chess, let the Wookiee win, like all that. Dejar- shit. Dejar- well, I don't, I don't think that's what it was supposed to be, but they have the little uh, diagrams. It was basically like. You would, you would, everyone, there would be different opponents and it would like be up and down in like difficulty. And you would be at like a table like that. Um, but they would have a certain like amount of like enemies or allies, whatever it is on their side. And mm-hmm. you would have a certain like amount of coins to pick your team and you would have to position them on your side. And you would have to beat the other side with like your, like you could put stormtroopers for like one point, or <laughs> and you like, could just uh, get like wrapped up in it for. Oh yeah, long. <laughs> so it, I I enjoyed that a lot. It's a big game of chess with like the the birds and the giant exactly wampas, Janesons. Like what what was that game where uh, it was just like blue stick figures and red stick figures? And the physics were like unbelievably like wacky, and you would just do like <laughs> on the computer. Would, yeah, what would like six oh, million of these do to this? <laughs> it's literally that, but you're not like customizing it. You have to like beat the other team. <laughs> Sorry, I went a little off the rails there. That's okay. <laughs> Where's our leader, Tim? Sorry, just getting Get us back on track, kid. <laughs> was getting a FaceTime. Um, yeah, what, sorry, what were you saying? I was just talking about that random game, <laughs> and then said I was got off track because <laughs> I got really excited. Yeah. I feel like we're pretty much close to done now. I think so. A, yeah, um, that's any questions? Got some big things here. Maybe we just talk about what what's next. Um, but just rapid fire, um, some little Easter eggs we had. Boba Fett, of course. We had Ogdo Bogdo, boss from the first game. The spawn uh, of. Spawn of Ogdo. Shout out Scova Stew, or whatever his name was, the fish guy. He was oh, sick. Yeah. And then you, of course, have to mention your 10 uh, day fight against Ravis. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, it wasn't quite 10 days, but it was probably 10 hours stretched out. <laughs> Actually, no. It was. It was, it was honestly probably, probably more like <laughs> more like fifteen or sixteen hours stretched out between two days. Jesus, you were dedicated to the cause. You were not. You were not letting up. I, wow. <laughs> but what what a clip it is to to watch nowadays. <laughs> what what was the stance that that did it? Um, the uh, cross guard. Ah. Kylo Bren. Nice. 
Um, you were yeah, telling Tim. me, you were giving me all these tips, and I was like, no, I'm, I must do it this way. You were, <laughs> you were locked way. in. I was. <laughs> but Tim, ju- just so, just so everyone knows, I was literally streaming it so that the two of these guys <laughs> could watch me attempt to beat Ravis I'm, on Jedi Master. <laughs> I would just throw it on. I'd be watching like a Yankees game or doing work on a Friday afternoon. I'm just like put on the stream and uh, <laughs> it's to watch you go to work. I was still kicking around. I think I saw the live one that you won too. I think I just happened to be looking at my screen for like 10, 15 minutes and you were getting <laughs> close. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and you pulled it off. One of the sessions, one of your sessions, I think I was, I was laying in bed. I was watching. So it must've been, I was watching for like 20 minutes. I ended up dozing off for like a 45 minute nap. I wake up, <laughs> it's still on, it's still going. <laughs> I'm like, all right, he's still at it. <laughs> yep, sounds about right. <laughs> well, you did it. So that's yeah. all sure matters. Did. But yeah, Bougie, what were you going to say? One more thing? Uh, yeah, kind of like stealing your question just about like what lightsaber color, what look did we use the most? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so mine was I used the gold slash yellow lightsaber, and it was my stance. I think I used pretty much throughout the whole game was the um, double bladed. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. double. Yeah, so like Darth Maul. Ooh, interesting. I don't know you why I gravitated towards that one so much, but that's what I did. And okay. the look, I think I. I can't remember like the clothes. I think I definitely rocked like part like Jedi robe for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and then I used the mullet with the headband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good amount with a beard. The hunter. <laughs> yeah. The hunter. Yeah. The, yeah. The hunter. Hunter. So that was my that was my primary nice. look. What about wow. what about you, Tim? I I was a little different. I did um. There's the one with him like shaggy hair, kind of. So I was rocking that. Um. But for the the sabers, I was the the dual wield. I use that one Ooh. a lot for like the quick enemies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like some of the some of the boss battles. But I think I think for the colors, I was I was pretty um, pretty pretty equitable with all of them. I would pretty okay. much do like bl- blue and green. But like when I went to like Jetta, I would switch to like orange or yellow and like go with the sand. And maybe on like Kobo, I'd do like white or something. Nice, but yeah, the the dual the the dual wield was just something special. That wasn't in the first game. I liked the um like the auto parry. You had to get the timing like perfect. But if you did, oh, you mean cheating? <laughs> more like being attuned to the force. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was what I was rocking. How about you, Harney? Um, I was I was white like probably 80% of the time. I just love, I love the look of the, the white lights, lightsaber. Yeah. Um, but I was, I think the majority, I had the man bun and uh, <laughs> the yellow Jedi robe. Nice. That was, that was what I used the most. But then after that, I got the, uh, the like longer haired shaggy one. And <laughs> I just wore the white shirt I thought that was pretty clean with the oh, white nice. lightsaber. Yeah, and also I mean, you you got to do double bladed because to deflect the blasters. Yeah, that was that was key. 
It was, it was like, um, infuriating to not have that. There was yeah, a I'm lot more say... blasters in this game, too. Yeah, I that's noticed that. Me. I will say for me, though, the stance probably didn't matter based based on me playing on Padawan difficulty. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't you. know that the uh, the lightsabers they made the different colors. You told me that, and I wasn't. I didn't pick up on it. But then once you kind of go to like the table and you go across all the colors, it would be like all like, the different sounds. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Not not colors, sounds. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, if you listen really closely. I'm gonna have to log back it's pretty, on. Pretty sweet. The purple one is like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but double bladed and blaster all the way through. Oh, oh, oh yeah, blaster. Blaster was, was, was pretty key. I almost cursed. Blaster was OP. Yeah. The range on that was unbelievable. If you did all the, the skill points on it, it's like yeah, blaster, blaster was pretty pretty important for some fights. Yeah. What time is yeah. it? I kind of want to play a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the itch again? Fired up? <laughs> yeah. I did restart, like I said. I did my journey plus. But now I have sure. all my skill points. But So it's like a lot easier. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, we hit on a lot of things here. Um Guess next up we got we got Ahsoka. Maybe we'll do an app before then. But any anything else you guys want to chat on? Um, I'm Gucci. I guess just yeah. In summary, Tim, thanks for laying out those points. That was pretty. That was pretty huge. <laughs> and I feel like we hit them all uh, for the most part. Despite us going into some of the things we didn't like, I'd say overall this game was a big plus for uh, us as a whole. Yeah, I don't know. You guys yeah. agree with it- that? Yeah, it it only sounds negative that there's a lot of things to to pick apart because there was so much that was offered. I think. Yeah. Like there's so much built into this game from the gameplay, customization, like the the new characters. So there was a lot to offer, so naturally you're going to like critique some things, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for the third game. Probably going to wait like 3, 4 years <laughs> at this point, which is pretty nuts, and I'll probably yeah, replay it at least once before then. But I don't know. Maybe we maybe we get a little cameo before that time, anyway. So yeah, that'd be cool. Guess we'll see. It's game we'll of the see. year. Yeah. Woo! Better than Hogwarts. <laughs> better, than, better than Hogwarts. You know, I never beat that. I never finished. Uh, of course, because this came out, <laughs> and that game sucked. I never stole finished you. Hogwarts. Stole you away. Stole his heart. But all right, cool. Well, Survivor Ep is in the books, and maybe now we'll never mention it. On an episode ever again? We yeah, will mention it next episode. Take it to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, Tim, for driving through the conversation with us. Jedi Survivor, a game for the ages. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next episode. May the Force be with you all. Peace. Hello.